right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. Thumbs up. And now, for whatever reason, Ryan, like, you do one thing, and and it gives that. There you there it is. And when you actually give a thumbs up, it doesn't react. That's bullshit. So fucking yeah. weird. But hey, uh, welcome back to another yeah, viewers episode of can another... never see the reactions at all. So this is great podcasting. <laughs> this is oh, they a... can't? No. It doesn't make it into the re- recording? It doesn't. No, so this is we're all to them. We're just talking about nonsense, which I guess is no different than normal. So carry that's, on. Yeah, that's our that's our forte. That's what we do. Um, oh, really? But hey, tonight we are drinking, um, kind of a bottom shelf banger. I think uh, tonight we're going to be. <laughs> all right, stop, Ryan. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Don't. Put the Nazi flag up on your okay? It's weird that it's weird that Zoom has that. I don't know. I'm, like, why are you using the Nazi flag? That is super yeah. weird. That was the Japanese flag, dude. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Zoom PR guy. <laughs> so tonight we are gonna be drinking this. We're gonna be drinking some old tub. Uh this is a Jim Beam classic right here. And uh, this is supposedly, uh, supposedly this was Jim Beam or Booker No, I can't remember. I think it's Jim Beam. I think it was actually Jim Beam's supposed favorite whiskey that they produced. This has got a really, really old storied past. Um, so Old, old Tub is bottled in bond. It's 100 proof. It's a Jim Beam product. And... Um, One of the neat things about this is that until COVID-19 hit, this was not available on the shelf. This was strictly available from the distillery. Ryan, I fucking hate you so much sometimes. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) What if it never goes away? I'm trying to get rid of it. You're supposed to look like a burglar, but I, you actually just look like an Amish dude. How's this look? How do I boot him? How do I kick him off? All right, I'm done. I'm trying to get this off. Really, an SS uniform? How did you put an SS uniform on yourself through Zoom? Again, questionable choice by Zoom's part. Too. Why would they do that? I have no that clue. That seems so strange. I can't get it off. <laughs> okay, so um, this used to be only available from the Jim Beam Distillery at Claremont uh, and only available in 375 bottles. But then with COVID-19 happening and uh, the pandemic and everything getting closed down, they they couldn't allow people in the distilleries anymore. So they decided to start bottling this and sending it out for to make it available off the shelf. Um this says right here somewhere it's I think it would, was called a limited release. Um so there's a good chance that this will stop being made available on shelves and might go back to just being a um distillery only product. So I think it's 25 30 bucks tops, something like that. It's inexpensive, easy to find. But Steven, what do you think of that label? Well, I think it was uh, maybe Peerless that I said that it looked like some sort of old like auto body shop or something like that font. And I think that that's, that's true here as well for Old Tub. I think it looks like, you know, a very old timey label, obviously. And maybe it looks like 
sort of like an auto body or it almost looks like a pharmacy to me, like almost like a pharmacy label or, or sign of some kind. Um, but I think it's a very simple label, but I think it looks good. Um, this to me is right in that territory where it's like, is it going to be a six or is it going to be a seven kind of range? And I think I fall more to the six just because it's so simple. Um, and I think that it's simple in, you know, you can have simple, like, uh, like an Elijah Craig or something like that, or you can have old tub. And I think like, again, if I would give like half ratings, this would end up being like a six to me. And like Elijah Craig would probably be like a 6.5. I just think that this has a lot of like sort of dead ish space to me where not a lot is happening, but it's, it's okay. It's, I do like that. It says unfiltered at the bottom. Um, and it has that separate kind of red area, but there's something to me about the name old tub as well. that I just don't, I don't love, um, doesn't sound very pleasing to me. doesn't sound like something I want to drink that much, mm-hmm. but, um, what do you want, you want to be called like new shower or something? That'd be better for you, dude. I'm just going to let that hang out for a little bit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is a solid six, uh, Ryan's joke. I give probably like a three, two. <laughs> and to be clear, like this, this is filtered, like, but it doesn't go through like a charcoal filtering. Okay. Like anytime you see something like a, a whiskey or a bourbon that says unfiltered, it's filtered, but just through mesh, just to get the, um, carbon sediment out, uh, chunks of wood that came free while it was aging and whatnot. Um, it just means that it's not filtered through either a carbon filter or a charcoal filter or any of those highfalutin types of filtering methods. That's what the skinny Nick is for. They actually just dump all the wood and shit right down and it just, whatever collects in there, that's what you get. That's exactly right. It's like, uh, the last, the last pour is like, a slurping some cement. (laughs) So, all right, so that's old tub. Um, what do you say we give it a flip? Give it a sip. Let's do it. What do you think of the nose? It smells Nutty. like any bean product to me. <laughs> they almost yeah. every bean product smells the same, except for Legion's a little bit different. But most of them, like whether it's Knob Creek, Booker's, like it's all the same to me usually. Yep. Yeah. 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 All peanuts, very similar. A lot of peanuts, a lot of rice spice, a little vanilla. I really love the nose of Jim Beam products. Like to me, it's like the nose on Beam products is really like what the nose of whiskey, American whiskey is supposed to be right. Like, and I don't mean that, that that's not condescending towards any of the other ones because some of them are very pleasant. Like you've, I've used the phrase like you, you could use this as cologne. It smells so good, but those aren't really like to me, what like whiskey and bourbon is supposed to smell like. Like this has, you can smell the alcohol. You know you're drinking alcohol or sniffing alcohol here. Is it the most pleasant? No, not necessarily. But it's really got a that deep whiskey bourbon nose to it. So I so I do appreciate, and you do get some sweetness, right? You get some sweetness. You get some caramel from it. I I think that this one has a little more vanilla frosting kind of sweetness to it than some of the other bean products. That I've smelled. Yeah. Well, also cheers. Good, nice legs on it. Yes, it does. It have really nice legs. Cheers. Cheers. 
Cheers. That is sweet. You guys sweet. tried it before? No. Nope. It's sweet. I like that. You know, I heard that uh, this is a lot of people's pick, supposedly, for if they're doing some sort of like bourbon candied pecans. Mm-hmm. A lot of people recommend Old Tub, and I'm, I'm guessing it's because it adds to the sweetness after that first sip. The one thing that always that got me the first time I ever tried it was that the combination of the last thing we said whenever we were whenever Stephen you said it about the long legs right that it's got great legs, but then you take a sip of it and it's got a very um, watery texture to it. Like whenever I see long legs, I expect it to have more of a viscous feel in my mouth, and this has a very watery feel to in my mouth. Now that's not taking anything away from the flavor of it because it's packed with flavors, right? Like, um, it doesn't have the longest finish in my opinion, but it's got a lot of flavors on the palate and interesting flavors on the palate, but it just feels so runny in my mouth. And I didn't expect that from the legs that it had. Yeah. Yeah. I agree that the finish isn't very potent. But uh, there is a nice hug to it mm-hmm. that sticks around. And uh, because of that, I think this is comparable to, it's more comparable to Booker's than I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I think for anybody who's, if you love Booker's, there's no reason for this not to be on your shelf at this price point. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, to me, it's neck and neck with it, depending on the release of Booker's, I guess. Well, and the fact that the Booker's is going to be, 20 proof higher, at least 10% alcohol content. So you, you're definitely going to get a more potent finish to it, but the, uh, the overall hug I think is fairly similar. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. It's packed with flavors, man. Vanilla. It's like you get that nuttiness, but then there's, you get a little peaches or, or something like that. Um, yeah, there's a funkiness to it. Yeah. There's like a sweet, like a sweetness. I can't really, put my put my tongue on it's i don't know if it's peaches but it's good it's like a tangy sweetness like a kiwi or something and you're a big kiwi guy now right right i do eat a lot now do you i do yeah good for you man (laughs) yeah it goes watermelon and then probably kiwi next and they say nothing good has come from this podcast yeah (laughs) they say that (laughs) nothing good has come from this podcast are you kidding me? I fucking say that. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking up online, and yeah, so I'm finding old tub available from anywhere from twenty to twenty five dollars. So it does seem like Beam is maybe competing with themselves a little too much by having so many offerings in the same price point. Yeah. So maybe maybe it makes some sense to add some exclusivity to it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I think that, uh, so one thing that I don't want to get lost here is this is not just Jim Beam at 100 proof bottled in bond. This is a, this is a totally different line, right? Like it's got a completely different flavor profile than 
Jim Beam white label at 80 proof, just instead bottled at 100 proof. Um, if you dropped this down to 80 proof, this would still taste way better than Jim Beam white label, in my opinion. Um, so, so yeah, as far as like competing with each other, yeah, you're right, Steven. Um, but they are different products. Yeah. And I, I, I understand that, but does, you know, the average Joe who just sticks his hand out and whatever thing he grabs at that price point really consider that? Yeah, probably not. He probably doesn't even know it's a bean product, you know? Yeah. Yep. Maybe, maybe it's intentional. I have all those bottles at the same price for the people who randomly grab things ends up being a Jim Beam product. I'm just guessing at why they might pull it back. Mm -hmm. I have not seen this in any of my accounts. I'm sure it's up here, but corporately where I sell, I don't see it. You know, I don't know that I've seen it at many corporate spots, but based on what you said just a little bit ago, as far as like corporate accounts, bringing in new products, it would make sense that it's not since it wasn't available on any shelf until probably August or September of 2020. That's like a year and a half ago, right? Not too long. Would a corporate account have time to bring it in if the, even if they chose to? Uh, they can make exceptions. Like sometimes a brand will just go off the charts in sales, gain popularity overnight, and then they'll go out of their way to make sure it scans in. But if it's something that middle of the road that isn't really calling for, they don't have customers calling about it nonstop, then they're probably not mm-hmm. going to bother with it. Well, you know, and so the, another point there, Ryan, is that even though that this was, this started being available on shelves, probably September of 2020, I would guess, because um, it wasn't like instantaneous, right? It wasn't like suddenly Jim Beam was like, oh, we're going to start bottling this and shipping it out. It was never. Okay, so it's still, I don't think it's, we're getting really technical here, but I don't think it's considered to be an allocated product. However, it's also not something that any liquor store can just order 10 cases of, right? Like, like, um, they get a case here and there, and it's not allocated based on other sales, but it's just not readily available from the, from the distributors either. So yeah. that could be a reason why they're not carrying it either because we know and corporate if, accounts really do not like having open space, right? Like, not at all. <laughs> like if they've got a tag there, they want it to be able to be filled at a moment's notice all the time. Yeah. They hate out of stocks. And one thing you can point to as well with them, not really going full all out with this product around the holidays, if this was a brand they really wanted to, to kickstart and get the consumers on board with it, you'd see it during the holidays in a gift set mm-hmm. with other Jim Beam products. And that hasn't happened. So I wouldn't be surprised if they went back to distillery only. Yeah. Well, so if you have had old tub and you like it, don't be a douche and buy a case of it, but pick up a, keep a backup bottle at all times because it seems like it probably will go back to being distribute uh, distillery only. So, yeah, unless they just change the juice and label 
their higher engine beam products with hot tub or hot tub um, <laughs> going, going crazy, whatever it's called. We're just going right? to start calling it jacuzzi. <laughs> we should, right? But <laughs> no, I mean, maybe that's something they'll, they'll bottle later, later on with, if they have extra amount of whiskey, just put that on it. But yeah, if we did a, if we did a pick of old tub, we'd call it hot tub. <laughs> I'd call it jacuzzi. Jacuzzi time machine. That's what it would be. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we've been drinking some old tub. Um, and now, okay, Stephen, Ryan, you two have never had it before, correct? That's correct. Yep. All right. So what do you say we go ahead and give it a rating? Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Um, I'm going to go with a 7.2. That's a solid rating. I think it is. I think it's a solid bottle. Um, I thought I was going to go higher at first. Um, I thought I was going to go maybe upper sevens, mid sevens. Um, but what held it back for me is that funky note that I talked about with Ryan. Like it, it hung on a little too much. It's almost like an, there's like a tang of, like I said, like a kiwi, like an apricot, something like that. That's a little off to me and it hangs around for a little while too. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of that, I think it actually knocks it below like your average, like knob Creek, um, even. So, um, it, it limits it to me again. There's, there's a lot of beam products and a similar price point that it's tough for me to go any higher with this one. Um, which really is not old tubs fault. I just, I just can't separate that in my head, you know, cause there's so many qualities that are similar with all these beam products. It's just really tough to separate one from another whenever you're given a rating. Um, so yeah, to me, it's a 7.2. And I think that I agree with the people who have I've read online will cook with this or put it in different ingredients. It seems like a good bourbon for that kind of stuff, maybe. But um, and it's a good sipper too. I just prefer it a little bit less because of that kind of funky note. All right, fair enough. Ryan, you want to go next, or you want me to go? I'll go. I don't mind that funky note as as much as you, but I, I get what you're saying. I see that kiwi or that peach, but there's so many other qualities to it too. You get the nuttiness that you get across the bean portfolio. You know, it's a bean product when you smell it. And then, you know, that first sip, I do wish the finish was a little longer. Steven, you mentioned earlier, you get that hug, but outside of that, you, as soon as you drink it, you get, you get so much and then you swallow it. And then it's just like, okay, well, I'll go to another sip, but I wish there was more on the back end of it. So um, I'm going to rate it just slightly above you. I'm going to go a seven and a half. I still think it was good. I, I really liked the van- vanilla and the sweetness to it. There were some decadent notes that I liked. And for that reason, I'm going to go seven and a half. Yeah, I think uh, you two are right where I'm at too. Um, but I'm going to go exactly where Steven is at. And that's with us. That's at a seven two. Um, I do get the funkiness. The funkiness does last, but I don't mind the funkiness. It doesn't bother me. Um, the reason I'm limiting it to a seven two is strictly because of the, the very short week finish. But a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that I think it was Middle West that had like a great nose to it, 
but complete lack of palate. And I mentioned there that like of the three that matter, the palate is what matters the most, right? Like you can have a great nose, but if the palate if the palate is shit, then who cares what the how great the nose is? You can have a shitty nose, but a fantastic palate and a fantastic finish. That's all that matters. This has got a really fantastic palate. The nose is fine, but a fantastic palate. Finish is a little bit weak. If it had a better finish, then the 7.2 would go up a little bit. If it had a really strong finish and a really great nose, but a weak palate, it would go way down. Um, but for a $20 to $25 bottle, Christ, how could you beat this at a $20 to $25 bottle except for Mellow Corn, right? Like that's the only thing in that price range that is significantly better, in my opinion. To, to me, this is better than Buffalo Trace. To me, this is better than a bunch of those other, oh, Benchmark? Oh, God, this blows the shit out of Benchmark, in my opinion. I would um, take Wild Turkey over this, but I'm also a Wild Turkey fan, so... Uh, you know what? That's fair. I would take Walter. I would take Walter Turkey 101. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a fair point, Stephen. I would as well. Um, but for a 20 to $25 bottle, this one is really, really hard to beat. So Jim Beam, congrats. Um, and sum it up. 7-2. So well, you know what we could do, though? We could say, hey, everybody, we are meeting in person on Saturday, this coming up Saturday, somewhere in the United States. The three of us all will be traveling to meet up to do a barrel pick. We're not saying where it's from. We'll say it's bourbon. And only probably 150 bottles of it will be available. It will be very limited release. Very limited release. And yet somehow still entirely too much. (laughs) (laughs) 